happy Monday, everybody. Yes, I have COVID, but I just don't care. So I'm doing a show and we're going to talk a little bit about maybe the first time that I had COVID a few years ago and now having it, what has changed? Maybe we can take away a little bit of that fear for you all. Now, you might judge me at some point in time during this. I don't care. I'm over it. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. America Emboldened. Greg, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism, and you got what you voted for. Welcome, bold Americans, to another episode of America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden, here on the America Out Loud Network. Happy Monday to all of you. As always, make sure you head over to americaoutloud.news where you can check out all my colleagues' work or download the 24-7 talk radio app, America Out Loud, available on all of your favorite app devices in all those stores, whether it's iHeartRadio or you just want to go to the Apple iTunes store or the Android store, type in America Out Loud. You can find all the podcasts and radio shows that are streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week, bringing you America first content. Well, if you heard the show on Friday that I did with Chris Michaels, then you already know that I've been fighting COVID now for the past week. I went down to Florida where I was going to do some fun reporting and that completely got derailed by midweek with 103 temperature. And I really wasn't feeling up to being out in the theme park in 90 degree heat, walking 18,000 to 20,000 steps with my family. So I decided to take it easy for several days while I was down there. And on Friday, I figured, you know what, if I didn't think that I had COVID, if I just thought that this was a cold, how would I spend my day? And damn it, I went to Epcot. I went to Epcot because the entire time I was down in Florida, not one person has a mask on. I mean, okay, maybe there was five people that I saw the entire time that I was in Disney. And that's not an exaggeration either. But no one's wearing a mask and everybody's coughing all over themselves and everything else. And I'm just like, you know what? I already have it at this point in time. My family's already been exposed to me. They've been around me. It's not going to change anything. But yet I know that there's people out there that would like the shame, that type of thinking going, how dare you only think of yourself? Well, you know what? It's that mentality. I guess when you think it's going to kill you, but when you've been through the COVID rodeo multiple times as a family and as an individual, you no longer fear death in and of itself. You understand that your immune system is strong and your immune system is going to do its job. Does COVID suck? Yeah, but having the flu sucks. Bronchitis sucks. But it's not going to ruin my entire day, and it's not going to put me in bed going, God, I hope I survive this, which is likely where I was the very first time that I got COVID. I think the very first time I got it, I went to be like, huh, what's the percentage of surviving this at this point in time? Because I was one of the very first to have COVID in the United States. I had COVID back at the end of February 2020. The hospital even said to me, they're like, uh, so have you visited the Wuhan district lately? And I said, no, but I just got done uh, a wedding in Long Island. Does that count? 
And they kind of chuckled. They're like, nope, not if you haven't visited Wuhan. But I knew that that was complete BS on their part because I know how things travel like this. And I knew that this thing had already made it around the world. But I digress. A year later, because my employer was basically stating that it was likely going to be a requirement that you get vaccinated if you wanted to work alongside the school children, I was coerced into also getting vaccinated. And you've heard that story about how I had a reaction to that that was not favorable whatsoever. And then later that November, I also ended up getting COVID. But that is after an August where I had heart issues and my blood pressure has started going elevated ever since the vaccines and or vaccine. I only got one shot. And to make a long story short, I ended up with COVID a second time that November. And that November uh, was Thanksgiving time. That was uh, that wasn't a fun COVID trip, to be quite honest with you. It, it sucked. And I often wondered if I didn't get vaccinated, would I have been better? And I believe I absolutely 100% would have fought that infection of COVID better that November had I allowed my immune system to work and not poisoned my immune system with the Johnson and Johnson Janssen uh, shot that I got. Now, this is not medical advice for you. You are hopefully a grown adult that can listen to this show and you can discern for yourself. But I'm going to try to present some information that is just my point of view that should hopefully make you feel a little bit better. Now, I know that there are people that have had the conversation like myself that this is likely some type of bioweapon. Well, you know what? If I were to get vaccinated again with this newest shot that they have, it does not stop the spike protein from entering my nasal passages. And there's also no study that shows how much different your natural immune system versus the vaccine would uh, entail the response. And if you think that there is, you can send to me directly. I'll give you my, my personal email address here. Send it straight to greg at americaemboldened.com. Send me whatever study you have that shows exactly how it has been double-blind, peer-reviewed, where you can have your natural immunity versus a vaccine. I know it doesn't exist, the study, so you're going to have to I'm not going to hold my breath because I'll die in the process and it won't be from COVID. It will be from your inability to be able to send me the peer reviewed study uh, blind uh, test, which is the gold standard of making sure we have solid data. Now, uh, here I am with COVID. Once again, we're going into Monday. And uh, as we are here on this October 2nd, Monday, that left me with another decision. Do I go to work? Do I go teach in the classroom? in front of children. And so I decided to seek the guidance of whatever the health professionals are stating at this point in time, which I basically think that it's kind of like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. They roll die and they're like, all right, your sickness is at 12 HP. This sickness is at six HP. You can go back on this day. You can go back on that. Anyway, they tell me that I'm allowed to go back to work starting tomorrow. Uh, And then I'm supposed to wear a mask until October 6th. I I just want to ask a question. What is the mask exactly going to do for me when I'm stuck in one single room? And, And it's not what it's doing for me. It's what it's doing for my students. Stuck in one single room with the same air circulating over and over again, where I'm 
<coughs> excuse me, I'm going to be taking my mask off occasionally to take my sips of water because my throat right now, I need to take water to, to help out. I'm through the worst of the symptoms at this point in time. My sore throat is uh, feeling a little bit better. I just have a little post-nasal drip at this point. And the fever has subsided now as well. But if COVID is still in some way, shape, or form contagious, and I'm in a spot where we're touching the same equipment and doing everything, don't you think that you know these guidelines are pretty asinine? Because I do. I think that there's, they have no idea at what point in time somebody ceases to be contagious with this thing. Chances are, I actually got COVID from a student before the plane flight based upon the timing of the sickness. But that's not going to slow my roll whatsoever. I'm going to continue the do me. So the question is, you know, do I go back with a mask or without a mask? And I think that I will leave that up to my employer. I think I'm going to ask them, what do you prefer? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I went to Epcot on Friday and I didn't give a crap. I didn't give a crap about the other people that were around me because in my mind at this point in time, COVID is not something that's dangerous and going to kill everybody. The variants that are out there, they're on the average person. It's not going to harm you. I'm 44 years old. I have a healthy immune system. I eat well. If you are a person who's not taking care of yourself whatsoever, you refuse to get any type of exercise, you're eating nothing but McDonald's, and you come across me, and I have COVID, and that's what dooms you in because you were in pure poor health, take control of your own damn health and stop relying on everybody else to do the work for you. Now, if you have cystic fibrosis, you have something that, you know, I would be a danger to, absolutely. I would care and I would do whatever it would be necessary to stay out of the same space as you in order for you to enjoy your experience before I enter that space. I get all that. So I'm not a complete jerk about all this. But the point of the matter is I would do the exact same thing that I would do if I had a cough, if I had sinusitis, if I had bronchitis, I would handle this the same way now couple years down the road later. And in fact, I'm not alone in all this because according to a recent study, the COVID-19 vaccine monitor poll, 52% of United States adults have expressed a reluctance to receive a new COVID-19 vaccine, saying they will probably or definitely not get it. And only 23% of adults have firm plans that they're going to receive the vaccine and another 23%, they're also leaning to just not going to get it. So only less than one out of every four Americans is even considering this at this point in time. I have talked to a bunch of individuals about, you know, are you getting your, your, your third booster, your fourth booster, are you getting this new community or whatever the hell we're at on this point in time? I believe people are lying to me. I don't believe that y'all are like six times jabbed at this point in time. And if you are six times jabbed, then you're a special type of stupid. Really, I, 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 that, that's all I can say to you. I mean, even my, my adult parents, my adult parents that are in their 70s, after they got their own uh, vaccine things going on with them, put the dots together. You know, my, my own mother heard somebody at a hospital tell her, yeah, you know, um, we are seeing an uplift of strokes and things here on this floor of younger people. And it does look exactly like the same timing as the vaccines. Well, it could also be the same timing as COVID as well. I mean, that, that's a possibility, right? But the point of the matter is 
nothing stopping the train that's coming, not any type of vaccine. And if anything, now we have more information that the vaccines are actually harming people. Harming people? Well, Greg, you can't just make a comment like that and not give us any more information. Well, I've had Dr. Mackis on the show before, and Dr. Mackis has talked all about how in his oncology uh, expertise, and he's one of the leading oncologists in all of Canada, uh, but don't just take him. We now have Dr. Harvey Risch, who is from Yale, who's also speaking out, and he's from the Yale School of Public Health. He's now speaking out that he's saying he's seen cancers appearing in ways never before seen after the COVID vaccinations. Now, this is the Yale School of Public Health. This is not exactly, you know, somebody who's you would expect to put out a statement like this. This supports what Dr. Mackis has been telling me about those that are receiving the vaccinations. In fact, Dr. Mackis has even gone out so far as to do these studies now where he's posting all the people that are getting cancer at a young age and following up on them. And he also has a uh, spot on his substack where he talks about the hepatobiliary system. And that's basically the gallbladder into the common bile duct, the pancreatic duct, uh, which the umpula of Vader, the pancreas and duundum and uh, how that is all related to where these nanoparticles are accumulating from the mRNA after administration into the body. Because remember what filters all of the stuff out of the body, the liver and the kidneys, right? And so they're seeing that the same spots where we're having this stuff accumulate is the same exact areas where they're seeing metastatic spread of tumors in the body right now, especially stage four primary tumors. That is what Dr. Mackis is now putting out there. That is very interesting research. So yeah, you want to go get a fifth, sixth, seventh vaccine. You want to do this yearly on mRNA, something that has never been done before the humans that's still part of human trials. You can go ahead and do so. But if you're part of my America emboldened listeners and family, I care about you enough to tell you, please stop. Please stop. Unless you have some type of grave underlying health condition. And even then, I, I would tell you to speak with a, a healthcare professional that's an expert that's looking at all sides of the data and not just regurgitating what Fraudgy is just telling everybody. If you care about the people that you love, you will understand that you do not need to continue to destroy your immune system in order to have an immune system. The cancer thing is absolutely frightening. Dr. Rish is saying that what clinicians have been seeing is very strange things. For example, this is his quotes, 25-year-olds with colon cancer who don't have family histories of the disease. That's basically impossible along the known paradigm for how colon cancer works and other long latency cancers that they're seeing in very young people. Dr. Rish is telling people, this is not how cancers normally develop. This is not anything he's seen before in his career. And now I have Dr. Mackis in Canada, who's also been telling me the exact same things. Dr. Mackis on my show, if you go back two and a half months ago, he stated that he normally would have a month to put a plan in place for treatment to get people ready for whatever they're going to get chemo, et cetera. And now by the time a month has gone by, he's already behind the virus and their days are numbered. That is absolutely frightening. And the only thing that has changed in all of this 
is mRNA vaccinations, mass vaccinations. Because when you look at Dr. Mackis's data, there is a correlation towards the jobs that these individuals have, those who are mandated and those that are getting the turbo cancers. And yes, I know I keep saying there's no such thing as actual turbo cancer. All right. We're just looking at the fact that there's this aggressive cancer right now. Now, Dr. Rish continues with Dr. Mackis says, he says, some of these cancers are so aggressive that between the time that they're first seen and when they come back for treatment after a few weeks, they've grown dramatically compared to what oncologists would have expected for the way cancer normally progresses. So he's telling people be attuned to your body. Notice any new signals that the body may give. This is very important. Now, this is all while the government's telling you, if you have a six month old or older, you need to go get vaccinated for something that has less than a 0.19% chance of killing you. That's right. Less than a 0.19% chance of killing you. And chances are you already know whether or not you're in that category. If you can answer the following questions. Number one, are you over the age of 65? If your answer is yes, then maybe you should consider getting a vaccine. Number two, do you have an immunocompromised body? If that answer is yes, then perhaps you should want to get a vaccine. Or do you have some other type of ongoing health condition that affects the lungs that would be harmful to you should pneumonia or something else get out of control? Maybe you want to consider it but I'm also going to let you know that might not save you to begin with. It just, that is not clear. It's not there. And it would be one thing if that was like the only thing that they were pushing, but you have Fauci who also was for the longest time also uh, pushing all these different drugs during the AIDS pandemic. Well, he was pushing another one, remdesivir. You probably remember not too long ago. Well, now there's a class action lawsuit against remdesivir because of their deceptive practices. Now, the company that manufactures them, uh, there are two California residents. One's a relative of a person who died after receiving remdesivir. They put a suit against uh, Gilead Sciences in Shasta County on September 26th. And then we have uh, Deborah Fust, who's the surviving spouse of Michael Fust, and Edward Pimento, who says he was he was injured after receiving remdesivir. They're accusing California-based Gilead of failing to mention documented side effects during its promotion of remdesivir. Now, if you, you don't remember some of the things that remdesivir can do, well, let me help you out there. Um, <laughs> back pain, chest tightness, chills, cough, dark colored urine, difficulty swallowing, fast heartbeat, fever, flushing, headache, hives, itching, light colored stools, nausea, vomiting, puffiness, or swelling of the eyelids, stomach pain, continuing troubled breathing, unusual tiredness or weakness, yellow eyes or skin seizures, and skin rash. But the more common things that people are experiencing is bleeding, blistering, burning, coldness, discoloration of skin, feeling of pressures, hives, infections, inflammation, itching, lumps, numbness, pain, rash, redness, scarring, soreness, stinning, swelling, tenderness, tingling, ulceration, or warmth at the injection site. Man, that sounds like a blast. Sign me up. Not to mention the fact that a lot of people that take this also rebound and get worse after the fact. They also wanted people to tell their doctor right away. If you get things like a, a fever or you start shaking or dizzy or headache or hoarseness or increased sweating or trouble breathing, trouble swallowing, itching, skin rash, lightheadedness, fainting, fasting, uh, pounding, or uneven heartbeat or swelling your hands, face, or mouth, even receiving this medicine, and make sure you don't use hydroxychloroquine sulfate at the same time. That's another precaution. Now, if you have kidney disease, remdesivir is going to worsen your kidney disease. 
That's right in the literature. If you have liver disease, guess what? It could make that condition worse as well. So remdesivir is almost just as bad as getting COVID-19, if not worse. It could increase your risk of death. That is a fact. And so now they're being uh, sued for it. You know what was not killing people? <laughs> Ivermectin. Ivermectin wasn't killing anybody. In fact, Ivermectin's one of the safest antiparasitical drugs that have been used since the 1980s. But yet people completely demonized it as horse paste. Now, perhaps they should have told people get the human uh, Ivermectin. Don't be going getting what you're giving to the horses. I get all that. But we still have two different standards of care when it comes to COVID. Don't believe me? Then try to go get ivermectin now and try to take control of your own health. It just doesn't exist. Now, we also see that we still have this politicization between Republicans and Democrats over COVID boosters and vaccines. Uh, 70% of Democrats will intend to get the new vaccine compared to just 24% of Republicans right now. I think that says a ton of information as well. In addition to all this, I mean, can we look at the fact that Fauci himself repeatedly lied to people for a long period of time? Let me roll the audio of that. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me take a break. I'll take a break here. And when I come back, I'm going to roll the audio of all the times that Fauci has lied and spread misinformation himself. I think we need to be reminded of that as we get into this new election cycle where they're going to ramp up this fear effort over all this. Make sure you guys go to americaoutloud.store. You can support all the sponsors. If you want to support my show, you go to buymeacoffee.com backslash bold America. Appreciate you guys all. I'll be right back in just a few moments. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Change in the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. 
For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Welcome back. Second half of the show here on America Emboldened. We've been talking about COVID being back and the response. I'm just over it. I'm over feeling the need to comply. And it's because I remember all the different tactics of things that were said that I was just, we were all completely gaslit by this jerk Fauci. Seriously, I, don't believe me. Let's roll the audio because thank God. This was all really well preserved for our listening ears. And I want to thank uh, the, the individual who sent this over to me as well. Um, I did not create this, uh, this Fauci clip myself. Uh, this was actually shared with me. Um, and I, I wish I could give it credit other than relentless. That's, that's the best person I can give credit to for it. So here's Anthony Fauci in his words over the last three years. But they're really criticizing science. Because I represent science. If you're vaccinated, you really don't need to worry about getting it in a way that's serious or transmitting it. That is true. That is correct, Chris. It'll either protect you completely against infection, and the chances are very likely that you'll not be able to transmit it to other people. There are still people that believe this. They, they haven't heard the rest of this audio. But that's why I have it for you, because I want you to know that's a lie. The risk is extremely low of transmitting it to anybody else. Full stop. Vaccinated people are clearly capable of transmitting the infection. So it went from full stop to vaccinated people are fully capable of spreading the infection. That hasn't changed with this new mRNA, by the way. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better if people are not wearing masks then maybe we should be mandating it so so fauci was even telling you right there wearing a mask it's about making other people feel better not because the science actually supported it i often myself wear two masks and i'm quoting you now at the population level masks work at the margins maybe 10 percent well, don't tell Fauci that he's going to get really upset. Don't don't upset to the hear science. They only work at the margins, maybe 10% would make a lot of people ask, okay, then why was I wearing a mask? You're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science when you say that this is going to go away tomorrow like magic when you know that there's no chance it's going to just disappear. We hope this just goes away, burns itself out. Well, we wanted it just to disappear, but the vaccines didn't work. The mask didn't work. The 15 days didn't work. So my question is, why weren't you straight with the American people about this to begin with? So the bottom line is, it's a guesstimate. I gave a range. It seemed in that quote to suggest that you were basing your, uh, your recommendation on polling and what people could accept. Is that not what you meant? No, I mean, it, it's a bit of that. We're seeing all of these school closures around the country. Is that the right move for children and families? And I think what's going on right now is, is it generally an appropriate approach. You want to start doing something to socially distance yourself. How dramatic that is, closing schools and doing other things, 
should be proportionate. It went too far, that particularly for kids uh, who, who couldn't go to school except remotely, that it's forever damaged right. them. <laughs> well, I don't think it's forever irreparably damaged. Hey, Fauci, why don't you step into a school and look at the reading levels of the students in high school right now? Why don't you look at the grade schoolers that are in eighth grade and see how this damaged their learning? It definitely did long-term damage. Anyone. The U.S. Surgeon General has called it an urgent public health crisis, a devastating decline in the mental health of kids across the country. Yeah, I mean, how did they think it was going to work when all of a sudden kids couldn't see their friends, they couldn't see grandma, they couldn't see their families, they couldn't get together for the holidays, all because the government had a bunch of psychopaths that wouldn't allow people to see one another. According to the CDC, the rates of suicide, self-harm, anxiety, and depression are up among adolescents. Yes, it is. It's it's up not just upon adolescents, but adults as well. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you need touch, you need to be around people. And that was taken away from individuals. And the record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. First of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Um, and that was a very difficult decision because I knew it would have serious economic consequences, which it did. Yeah. Because if you look at the people that are politicizing me, there's somebody that all the way over on one level. This is where Fauci was attempting to demonize conservatives versus Democrats somehow. And this entire argument started regarding COVID and the two sides being politicized, which is BS. But there are a lot of other people who look upon me the way they should. Oh, and how should they? Is this kind of like the Catholic Church and the way that people are supposed to look at the Catholic priest, invite them over for dinner and then let them up into the bedroom with your little one? Is that is that the way? <laughs> As a non-political person that I am, they're not doing it because they say they don't want to do it. They're Republicans. They don't like to be told what to do. And we got to break that. But now is the time to do what you're told. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> Fauci. Oh, shut up. I can't believe I'm listening to this. Where did this virus come from, do you think, today? Did it come from a lab? Was it man-made? When you have the animal-human interface and you have animals that come out of the wild that are sold at these open, what they call them, wet market. Place of origin was not within the market itself. No, I don't think you could say that. There's a report today that another intelligence arm of the U.S. government, this is inside our energy department, has joined the FBI in concluding that COVID began with a lab leak. Rupro Fauci. <laughs> and you also have all those text messages that he already knew this too, but continue. In China. That the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain of function research in the Wuhan Institute. We now know that a bat coronavirus was enhanced in a lab. The National Institutes of Health acknowledged that it funded research of a virus that was studied at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The experiment unexpectedly, we're told, made a bat coronavirus more contagious than the original naturally occurring one. Take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function? It is not. 
What we're talking about now is the gain of function research in studies that increase predominantly the transmissibility as well as pathogenesis and alteration of host range of the virus. But he's lying here, Senator. It is you. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. <laughs> So all these people that have Fauci, you know, candles, they were worshiping him as if he was the next savior. The guy's like the antichrist. This guy lies better than any politician I've ever seen. That is an entire 15 minute segment. I just provided for you of walking contradictions by Anthony Fauci from beginning to end. This guy not only knew exactly about the origins of the virus, he was indicted in his own text messages with individuals uh, talking about how they didn't want that to get out. In his own email messages, he talks about the ineffectiveness of masking. And then in the other breath, he's telling everybody, you got to mask up, you know, the, to be able to slow the spread to, in order to help one another. And people believed all of this. They believe they were going to die upon the next day that they got this virus. They believe that if they didn't wear a mask, they were going to be responsible for killing grandma. They believe that if they didn't test every week, that they were going to be a threat to the people that they love. Now, that's not to say that there weren't people that died during COVID, but there's a lot of reasons why people died during COVID too. And I don't believe that most people are ready for that. <laughs> oh, I don't think you're ready for that side of the story where there weren't uh, respirators or respirators were overused where they use CPAP machines instead as respirators and people died when they could have probably had different life-saving protocols used or when we demonized certain other uh, things that people were trying to put out there, like the McCullough protocol. And we said, Oh no, we got, we can't say that that's going to help people. And we're going to take away their life. <clears throat> not going to allow you to practice uh, medicine here if you're going to use that protocol. Well, that killed a lot of people. Not only did it kill a lot of people, it was immensely ignorant to the Hippocratic Oath of do no harm. And so now as we look at these vaccines and there's this new campaign with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift trying to get everybody out there in order to get vaccinated. Now that we have COVID that's increasing across the country, because why? Because it's infectious. It's going to be around forever. It's not the same variant that was out when it originally hit. People are dealing with it a lot better than they used to deal with it as well. The thing is, if you want to go get one of these vaccines, by all means, go ahead and do so. If you think that that gives you the best chance at survival, by all means, go do that. But if all of a sudden, later on, you have a cancer that is aggressive, if later on you have blood clotting and you don't know why it started or you have uh, issues with your organs that are covered by spike proteins that got planted in spots where they weren't supposed to be. If all of a sudden you can't fight COVID because you burned out your entire immune system on MRNA and one day it just goes, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing anymore and I'm going to attack the body itself. The immune system is going to do that. If you get VADES, Vaccine Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome, which is a real thing, you got no one to blame but yourself. You can look around and say, oh, I'm so glad that YouTube was taking down all those videos back then. But you know what? All that you were doing was depriving yourself of good information. 
things that were alternative information that you probably should have heard. You can say, oh, I, that, that doctor was a complete quack that Bolden had on America emboldened until you need that doctor's advice. And you're going, now, what did he talk about? Oh, yeah. Well, that that's on you now, isn't it? Your own personal responsibility. In fact, I like personal responsibility. So I'm done with the masks. If you don't want to be around me and you're afraid I'm sick, then don't hang out with me. If, if you feel like, hey, we can't be friends because of that, I will be one less friend. I'm okay with that. Or five less friends. I'm okay with that because I'm going to live my life from here on out. And that means when I'm sick, I may not always stay home. And if that scares you, oh, well, if that makes you think, oh, he should be thrown in prison for, for being out there with a sickness that could get other people sick. Where have you been living in a bubble all of your life? Because there's people who make you sick every single day. Have you ever made out with somebody on a date for the first time? Have you ever had unprotected sex in your lifetime? Have you ever done things that could put yourself in a promiscuous STD type of environment? Well, if you're treating me because of COVID and the fact that I want to go to Epcot with my family and you're not treating the people that go out and live their life that way, then you yourself are a hypocrite and you yourself do not deserve to have a voice in the conversation, period. I'll continue to try to break through the people the best I can. But as you know, I don't like talking about COVID. I can't stand it. I'm, I'm so over this as a topic. It just hit the relevancy back in my life because I got it. But I'm telling you, it's time now to resist. See, in America, we, we have this mentality that I, I don't understand why people aren't stepping up and taking actions in their, their own hands. It's because I think that in many ways, we're just weak. We've completely, completely just gone to a weak-minded society. The border crisis is one of those areas where I think we can see that. You have Elon Musk going down there and people attacking him for exposing the fact that the illegals are pouring over the border. In some areas, 11,000 people per day. That is an absolute crisis. You know what I say? This is going to be really rough some feathers if I haven't already pissed enough people off today. I say... Where's the militias? You know what? You want to get a militia down there? It's an act of war at this point in time. You want to continue to illegally come into this country when we have legal ways that you're capable of doing it. You go to legal places in order to come here. You want to continue to do that? It's an act of war. You're now an enemy combatant. Prepare to be fired upon by Americans. Oh, I know that's going to go over absolutely like a bag of dog turd on somebody's front step after their doorbell gets rang. I don't care because we are either in a spot where you love this country enough that you're going to do something about it and we're going to organize efforts and force the government to actually act on our behalf or we're just going to ignore everything and go, well, let's just continue for 45 more days to fund the government. Meanwhile, we just kick the can down the road. We don't fix jack or shit. I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of it. I'm frustrated about it. Americans are not standing up for their liberty, for their constitution, or for their borders. And eventually, there won't be a country to celebrate. We might have already passed over that threshold as well. You got people like uh, the governor in New York, Hockle, right now. So had no problem with all those immigrants coming into her state earlier. But now she's realizing it's ruining the entire state. And so now she's got a big problem with it. People got to wake up. People got to wake up on what you're being force fed, whether it's COVID's going to kill you. No, it's not. 
It's not going to kill the majority of people. 99.99% of you are all going to be fine. <sighs> Illegals. You know, they're just trying to get into the country and make a better life for themselves. No, they're not. No, they're not. There are many of them that are not from where you think they're from. And that was just revealed too. wake the F up people. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Maybe I'm a little spicier with COVID. Maybe I need to get COVID more often for, for episodes. Maybe you like that. Maybe you don't like this version of me. So I'll go back to loving, kind, gentle Greg uh, for the next episode. Um, I'm just, I guess I was fired up a little bit today. So if that was too spicy for you, oh, well, uh, you'll have to deal with it because that's authentically me right now where I'm at. All right, everybody, uh, make sure if you want to support the show, buy me a cup of coffee.com backslash bold America. As always, appreciate you there. You can follow me on X or Twitter at real Greg Bolden and find the website AmericanBolden.com. I'll be back on Wednesday with yet another show and content, video content via X. So make sure you're tuning in over there. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.